All right, welcome to another episode of Shoot Your Shot. Shoot Your Shot. Shoot Your Shot. Hello, guys. Hey, Claire. How's it going? Um, it's good. It's been a morning. I know. I actually, I because I ate some of your chocolate espresso bar <laughs> i actually feel like i got more energy it's really good too right yeah i've never had that before so yeah. i don't know like maybe my, i should get that my new coffee is espresso chocolate well, bar well coffee's been hurting my teeth and i don't mm, know why really? is well, that like a thing no i mean ask me i don't know but i don't hurt your drink. teeth yeah it hurts the back of my teeth oh weird i feel like you might want to go to the dentist <laughs> like maybe i can <laughs> get that cavity out. that's not good <laughs> um well we have a great episode for you today that yes, we're super excited we about hope. it oh she hates when i say that <laughs> i am excited about it though this is, no this is a good one that to be excited about um we hope this one offers a lot of value mm-hmm for especially for people starting this is really mainly targeted for people who are just starting to get into the creative industry we want to give you guys a big push and encouragement on how to acquire clients because obviously that is like the number one thing you got to do if you want to have an entire career in creating i just feel like everybody oh specifically who's starting out i mean this might even help those who are already creating like maybe we throw something out there where you're like oh wow i never thought of that true um but especially for those who are just starting i know i was like looking at everybody Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god how are they doing this how are they getting that how is this 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 and like i don't know it felt very intimidating and I think now from both of our experience, it's really not that intimidating. It's actually like kind of easy to find clients. It's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot it's, of work. It's not as complicated as it's, or it's not as like mysterious as it exactly. seems at the beginning. Like exactly. I, I feel like when you, when you just start, it's, it's just like a question mark. Cause there's yeah. no, there's no like how to become a professional photographer for dummies. Yeah. And you like know? a lot there's of no people, classes. and a lot of people will like sell little templates or workshops or videos or something. And then you do it and then they don't actually tell you and i'm sorry but i hate that i think it's so stupid gatekeeping is stupid (laughs) yeah literally like i'm i'm all for like if you do and sell something where you actually give people like valuable information but i've even like been somebody where i bought something before and they were just like do all these very generic things and i'm like well great yeah (laughs) there's 50 bucks that i spent where i already knew that yeah thanks (laughs) exactly so we're here to give you very specific tips on how to acquire clients we're not going to go over all of them today because there's a lot of ways we'll probably do a part two but yeah these are like probably our top four or five most like predominant ways that we personally especially like for starting out yeah Mm -hmm. and then we have a little bit of a different space in the creative industry that we're in. So mm-hmm. you're more in the hotel uh, travel industry and I'm more so in the very like, well, you're, we both do a little bit I'm of like, both. I mean, kind of, but <laughs> you, that's like part of it, but you do a lot more like travel hotel work than I do. I do a lot more like branded, like product work. Yeah. Well, no, I say I do, I do a lot of, well, no, my thing is mainly with brands. I mean, and hotels. So I would say brands and hotels. Okay, okay. Um, well, I do a lot of brand stuff and like all very product focused oriented, like campaigny. Yeah, I was gonna stuff. say or, like people. I work a lot with like people too. Like, yeah, that's where we I think we differ. You're very like product portrait like editorial yeah which is good like you fucking kill that game thanks you can travel stuff thanks and i do more like brand it mixed with travel yeah exactly yeah. so it's slightly different niche um and i think we also maybe reach out on like slightly different ways so anyways yeah. we're just gonna go over the ways that we do that i think the first place we can start i think you should start with like the websites that you've used okay. because that's like super easy and like yeah. anyone can do it yeah okay so i would say 
um, especially if you're first starting out as a creator, um, utilize Upwork. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people that still tell, tell them what Upwork is. Yeah. Okay. So Upwork is essentially a site. Um, it's like a freelancer site. So they post a lot of different jobs. They do social media management, photo, like photography gigs, event gigs, video gigs, like literally any possible thing that you could imagine, like graphic design. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I think they might even post babysitting jobs on there sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, you can filter your search, which I'll like touch a little bit more on. But I know for me, whenever I first started out in the creator world and I, did, had, I had no idea where can I find a job? Like where can I get this? Where can I do that? Um, I actually found a lot of stuff on Upwork that gave me that opportunity to not only practice my skills, but let's say if you, again, if you are newer in this industry and you need room to make mistakes before you work with like that really big client where you can't afford a mistake, then you can utilize Upwork because I don't know. I don't want to say like, they're not going to pay you as much, but there's a lot of jobs on there that like are like a $300 gig for this, a $500 gig for that. And like, obviously that's not like you're not worth more, but they're good little jobs to pick up to practice yeah exactly and on upwork it's nice because you can look for jobs and then you can also post yourself exactly as a creator so you can have like a graphic designer Mm -hmm. like starts at 15 an hour like that kind of thing so then when people are looking up graphic designer for their business your account your profile will pop up and they'll be able to like pick to hire you. You can also set your prices on there. Yes. Upwork does take a percentage of the money that you get on there. But most of the time, I will say from my experience, the, I mean, I don't know if Upwork will be listening to this. I hope not. <laughs> but normally the transactions happen outside of Upwork and it's mm-hmm. it's mainly it's mainly a platform to just connect you with the person and then most of the time that conversation then gets taken to email or text and like exactly. you guys decide your own rates from there. Exactly. Unless you're hiring like i don't know unless like because i also used it from like a business owner standpoint before where i hired like our guy that works um on our podcast with Mm -hmm. us who helps us edit i pay him through upwork Mm -hmm. so there's also the if you're a business owner you can hire people on upwork too but that's a different conversation yeah so that's a great place to start um i used thumbtack pro personally when i was first starting i haven't been on the platform in a while so i couldn't tell you exactly what it looks like but from what I remember and what it was like for me, it was basically the same thing as Upwork. It was much more photography and videography specific. Okay. Like there was a lot of, of photography jobs. I think there's a little bit of everything, but it was predominantly created for that niche of the creative industry. So I think if you're in video or photo, it's a really great place to go. Um, it's super similar to Upwork. It's just a different platform. I think I used that once. And I'm like having a flashback. <laughs> there's a lot of jobs in LA actually yeah for it so it maybe it's also like a california one but i would just check it out it's a really great place i think i got like at least four or five good jobs on there oh, and good. two of them are for corporate companies which are like very boring gigs but they paid really well oh yeah and i was like 21 and i just needed cash and like they were super chill to work with so it also it may not be your dream job but it is gonna pay your bills which is so important and exactly then B, it could turn into your dream job if you like are connecting with these people and mm-hmm. then they grow or they connect you with other people so i think as a person perfect way to segue into segue into um connecting networking yes word of mouth for me personally the way that i make the most money is word of mouth if i'm yeah. being honest honest from same <laughs> people referring me to other people that they know um and the best way to get referrals and word of mouth communication is through networking mm-hmm. and doing a really good first job so like 
I think you and I are both very strong at this is that we're mm-hmm. very good at talking to people and meeting people and like putting ourselves out there. And it can be, especially at the beginning, I totally get it. It can be so intimidating and scary to like, to do it because you don't want to be obnoxious. Like, hi, I'm a photographer. Hire me. Yeah. And but you don't want to be like, I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. Exactly. It's really about fostering genuine connections and relationships helping people and then as you grow and you are like showing that you're busy and that you're working the people that you're around surround yourself with people who are looking for uh creatives or who Mm -hmm. know people who are looking for creatives that's why it's so important to surround yourself put yourself in a creative community it's like one of the best things ever because people will give you a job or if they can't shoot this video music video then they'll be like oh my gosh well georgia shoots music videos so like let me hire georgia let me see if she's in town or something exactly so it sounds so like vague because even whenever i remember i was first when i first moved to la specifically um i was like constantly like in the music industry looking for gigs and i literally didn't find a single gig until i put myself around people who were also doing it and just became the person that was like i'm georgia i do this i'm georgia i do this and like everybody then looked at me as like oh georgia does this like i have that gig and then i don't i no again it's so vague but it's like magic like people just come to you with gigs and it just happens it's so bizarre (laughs) well it's because also like we post a lot on social media and so we are the brands like you are a brand i am a brand we've branded ourselves as our work and so i know that like when people think female photographer in la who shoots editorial i think a lot of the times they'll think of you like oh claire does that perfect she fits that category perfectly because i branded myself as the person who does that so as another part of like i guess networking also goes hand in hand with utilizing social media yeah to create that uh persona and brand of your work and it is so important oh my gosh okay this is what i'm gonna preach on really quick okay <laughs> this is so important and i do workshops and this is the number one thing that i tell people to do and surprisingly so many creatives don't do this i don't know if you know what i'm thinking i don't of know yet. that's I'm so excited. many creatives don't do this with it, which is shocking and so many big successful creatives don't do this have a website oh, for the yeah. love of god have a website yeah it is so easy and you would not believe the amount of people who go to your website without you realizing yeah because we don't true. get a notification we don't get a like when someone goes on our website but when i look at the stats on my website i'm like oh my gosh like, so many people, people looking are looking and i get shoot inquiries through my website i, was I say that's a good thing to note like also on your website have like some kind of contact or like inquiry button where exactly. people can actually reach out to you or book a call with you or like mm-hmm. here's like if you want to do this type of shoot like book with me just have some type of contact information exactly and also having a variety of your client work on your website for yes. example my instagram is a lot more just work that i like it's travel stuff it's portraits that i took of my friends or like of models that i really like working with there's not a lot of my client work just because my client work always isn't always it's the most like exciting. It's the just place. so much stuff. Mm-hmm. But my website is dedicated to showing all the types of client work that I can do and the like the huge array of it. So people know, oh, she doesn't just shoot portraits. She shoots like literally everything. And so I have made my website very accessible. It's literally on every social media platform. And it's very clear. It's all my biggest clients that I've worked with right away. Yeah, that's a really good point. Then it goes into music. Then it goes into portraits. Then it even goes, there's a section for maternity and engagement shoots, which I don't do as much but like but you ever but since you i put on my website them. ever since i put on my website 
I book a lot of those. And you know what? Mm. They may not be the most exciting shoots, but you get four, five, six of those a month. You're, you're making chilling. bank. I was say you're chilling. So, <laughs> like, have a website that shows off everything that you do. That way, if you want to keep your Instagram all like aesthetic and pretty, you can do that. But just make sure you have an Instagram. Yeah. And like Georgia said, have a place where they can contact you. And this is something that I put on mine. I think I told you this, but it's so cute and so fun. And I feel like it also helps people want to hire me because it's something unique in my contact me form when people send shoot inquiries um they have to check off a box and answer this question and they can't submit the inquiry without submitting it and it says what are you the most grateful for today oh there's a little asterisk so they have to answer i love that it's such a stupid small insignificant thing but in every single inquiry i get someone's response and immediately i just feel like it puts more of a human connection into my website and into contacting me and i think it's something that just brings more people to me so just doing little simple things like, like that, that on a I website that you did that yeah it's it's just like i think it just puts you up a step above in order for people to like remember you because yeah. at the end of the day there's so many creatives it's very saturated it's a oh, very saturated. saturated market yeah so you just have to do like what you just said you have to find little ways to just make yourself unique stand out a little and stand bit. out a little mm-hmm. bit and, and i think i think that's a really good way that you just said and you want to cover all your bases. So if you have social media, which you absolutely should if you're a creator, you absolutely yeah. should have a website, have your website easily accessible and linked. Mm-hmm. Use Linktree or yeah. whatever other uh, platform that does it on your bio, on your Instagram and TikTok. That's also huge because if you're just having your, your website, but you don't have all your other stuff linked, sometimes people will be like, well, miss I it. wanted to find your YouTube. I wanted to find your TikTok. Yeah. So take the time. It takes like, 30 minutes to set up a really nice I say, one. It's not that it's not, not that even hard. that long. And I use I say we literally Unfold. just updated ours the other day. <laughs> yeah. I use Unfold, the app Unfold. They have a really pretty aesthetic way of doing a link Ooh, tree. Maybe I should actually use that one. You should. That's what I have on uh shoot your shot Instagram. Uh, I if use you guys Canva, are interested. But I think Oh, Canva's good too. Yeah, Canva's good, but I don't know. I think I want to make it look prettier. So if you go to the shoot your shot Instagram Ooh. and you click on our little bio link, you'll see that we have a really pretty um little link tree with all of our links. So that's another way of it seems so easy but like some people don't do it it's a great way of getting clients onto your website to book you but also to go off of the social media thing quickly too i do think like let's just touch on that and i cannot express how important that is like i mean i kind of struggle with it because i get so busy and Mm -hmm. i get so consumed and like literally we're batching content right now so we can just like push out a reel like almost every day starting in may but it is so important to post your work. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. whether it's like how Claire said she only posts like a version of her work on social media, like you still need to post something. Yeah. So just this industry, people need to know that you're still relevant, like you're still working. Mm-hmm. It's just social proof. Like you're getting clients. Like if you, even if you aren't getting clients and you look like you're working all the time, that in itself is enough for your network who follow you to like, be reminded of you constantly to like just send things your way or to be like hey like just saw you do this really cool like like drone shot of this boat company like my friend has a yacht company he's been really wanting some stuff like can i connect you guys like 
that's how easy 100%, it can be 100 percent. that is so on like preach yes. sis <laughs> no it's so important because you might feel like oh well no one's even really watching what i'm doing or like i don't even have that many followers but it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter literally one person <laughs> to open a door literally. and then boom you have 10 doors that open so and obviously like there's a way to do it in a classy way where you're not just like like posting 15 times a day that you're shooting yeah. like but to you don't want to be overbearing and like annoying with it you like literally just want to like be true to yourself and again like you're saying it does not matter if you get like 500 views on a reel 100 views 15k views like it literally does not matter because all it takes is for you even if this even goes into like finding clients too like if you want to work with a boat company i'm just using that as an example and you post a cool boat reel let's say it gets like 500 views but it's a really sick shot whether it's video drone photo whatever then you see that there's a boat company in, I don't know, San Diego. You're like, okay, cool. I want to make something for this company. Send them the reel that you posted and say something like, hey, like if you're ever looking for content, like I would love to come and help you out. Like here's some content that I took of a boat before. 100%. Like if you have an email I can reach out to or somebody I can talk to, like let me know. I would be super excited to help you. I yeah. Something like it literally as easy as that, that can lead you to your next client. It's That's so on point because also like when I've hired people, like I've hired for video or producer or whatever, like I've noticed sometimes people like, oh, like I really want to do this gig. Like I, I shoot video and it's for like, a, let's say I'm shooting like a sneaker brand. I'm shooting for Puma. Mm-hmm. And and I look at their page there's not a single thing that could even be possibly related to a sneaker brand and mm-hmm. i'm like why is this person pitching themselves to me as a videographer for a puma campaign when like i see all i see is like drone shots of like malibu you know it's uh-huh. like your drone shots are sick but like what does that have to do with what you're pitching me for so having an array of stuff yeah on your instagram and and honestly that's something that i need to do better um i don't post enough of my client work on my website i mean on my um instagram but like when be aware of who you're talking to also exactly. like if you're trying to work with a boat brand make sure that there was like something relevant so, to that on your page even if like and i think it, it doesn't necessarily have to be on your page but like how you have stuff on your website mm-hmm. even if you just send them a link to something that has work that you've done exactly. related to that client that's what matters like have some sort of proof that you know what you're yeah. actually doing in that department because literally dude i see this all the time <laughs> when like people want to work with me on a project or like it's like a model and their their instagram is private i'm like you're like well how you can think, i see your you, stuff do you think i'm gonna like hire you like not even knowing what you look like yeah like, that I'm is confused. another thing i will i will say i know like some people are weird about not wanting to have like public pages but Honestly, I really stand by this. I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you're a creator and you have a private page. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but no client is going to want to request to follow you just to be able to see if your work could meet up to their standards. Like, it's too much work. People are lazy. Five second attention span. Literally, not even like like two seconds. Yeah. No one's going to put in that kind of work. So, yeah. You want to make yourself as easily readable available as possible and bookable as easy yeah. as possible so just keep that in mind you want it to be so easy for someone because if there's okay if someone is debating between me and george i'm just using me and you as an no, example that's fine. we both wouldn't do this but uh we both have our accounts on public but i don't have a website listed anywhere oh, but sorry. i have like a little bit more like work on my instagram but there's no website and you have so much accessible information on how to book you find out who you are like what other stuff you've done on your website the client would probably I would go <laughs> lean towards you because i'm like well this girl is professional she has all her stuff together it took me two seconds and it's just little things like that that make such a difference and you might be like oh does it actually yes it I really does call, actually <laughs> it really does 
I was on a call with a client the other day. Was this in my apartment? Mm-mm. Oh, it was okay. another time. And um, it was for a really cool brand. It was a whiskey brand. Okay. Hint, hint. And, he said um, hint, hint. <laughs> and I sent over my rates, and I have my rates in like a really beautiful, like uh, designed, like graphic. Okay. And um, all the questions she was asking me, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, they're on my my um, package pricing package I sent you. And she's like, oh my gosh, it is. She's like, wow, all the information is here. Usually, I have to ask for all this information, but it's like. You already gave it to me. And I was like, yeah, I make it as easy as possible for you so you have no questions and you know exactly that I'm hireable right now. And she was like, wow, that's great. And like, this was someone who like works in an agency. And she yeah. was like, whoa. She was like impressed that I had all the information in a graphic, which is like, guys, do you know how easy that is? It's like, do you know how easy that is? I was going like, to say, you what? can just go on Canva and like find a template <laughs> exactly. and just input the information. And if you don't know what Canva is, oh my gosh, Canva is a graphic oh, yeah. design website platform. It's amazing. Incredible. Buy the, um, the, I have the pro. Buy the pro account. You have access to literally everything. There's so many templates, all the fonts. It's mm-hmm. so easy to use. It's on, I don't even use Photoshop. I don't it's use Photoshop so either. much better than Photoshop in my I mean, opinion. Like, I mean, I use Photoshop if like I'm actually editing photos but yeah, in terms but of like graphic design yeah it's I so never use it now. easy and the templates are so beautiful so if you suck at graphic design no worries stunning 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 yeah. templates and that's where you can do your pricing packages your pitch proposals which and you can we'll even, cover later but you can yeah. do so much stuff on there i was gonna say i think because we'll probably go into an episode where we actually talk about how to curate your pitch for clients exactly yeah but yeah canva and then um just because I just wanted to say this too because I remember thinking about this this morning. There's also another site called beautiful.ai. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, I actually recently discovered this a couple months ago and you can actually go on this site and look to see what Airbnb uses as a pitch deck, what Uber uses, what Snapchat uses. Whoa. It's like... No way. It was like game changer for me. I was like, wow. I know. Why writing that down? (laughs) No, I know my um one of my friends told me about it, and I went on and like just started like looking through everything. So cool, and it's just cool because you can see like how these bigger companies like literally what they use in some of their pitch decks, and then it's helped us to be able to then curate and add a little bit more different things into our own pitch decks. So we were like, oh wow, like we never really thought about using a graphic like that. Like yeah. how can we now take that and not necessarily copy it, but like add our own like creative touch to it? Oh my so, gosh, that's so smart. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's like, I mean, again, we can get, we will go into an episode of how to actually curate your pitches. Like if you're pitching to a client, like once you have them locked and you're like, how mm-hmm. can I really get them to buy into this idea? But just that being said, super helpful website. It's beautiful AI. Yeah. Beautiful.ai. It's dot actually, AI. I'm pretty sure it's powered by Adobe. Okay. It's like this literally like untouched wow. website that like nobody ever okay, uses. Guys, this is a golden nugget right here. Please write this down and go use this. Yeah. But like, honestly, like what I do is I'll go on and look at that website and then because I think you have to pay and I don't I hope like beautiful.ai doesn't get mad at me for saying this but I think you have to pay to be a part of like beautiful.ai to like use all of its stuff but what I'll do is I'll go and like for example I looked up like the Airbnb pitch looked at it like digested the information and then I went on to Canva (laughs) and then made my own pitch like from looking at Mm -hmm. that and it, it was just so easy. And even if, um, like, you don't want to take that information, honestly, it helped even, like, inspire me to mm-hmm. think of, like, how I do want to, like, pitch to someone. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, like no, I said, we'll get is... into more curation of that. But Beautiful.ai and Canva are, like, two, like, chef's kisses in the creator world. I didn't even know about Beautiful.ai, and I'm stoked to go experience this I'll later show you today. after. I'll, I'll literally show you. <laughs> it's so sick. Okay, cool. So um, the next thing that I want to touch on that I'm yes. very passionate is cold emailing. Yes. This is something that's so important, and... Again, the, okay, this one is definitely much more time consuming and it's not hard. It just takes a lot of time and energy. Yeah. But 
it is so worth the energy and i have so many people who ask me like i just can't get gigs i don't get gigs i'm like well, what do you do they're like i don't know i just like post on instagram and like and i don't it's know like, that's not gonna like, always work i know do, we just you talked have about to instagram be pro- but like, like you have to be proactive mm-hmm. you got to do a little bit of everything if, especially when you're starting this is just what it, what it is when you're starting yeah. you don't have the proof yet that you know 100 percent of what you're doing you don't have this crazy portfolio and client list you got to do everything that and you can even, possibly do and i feel like even when you do have that client list like you see still have to be proactive oh, yeah, and pitch like 100 because you'll go through at least from my experience i don't know if this is how you have been but i know like we'll be on like a hot streak where it'll be like oh somebody recommended us for this somebody recommended for this da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden it's like a drought mm-hmm. and then we're like okay well we rode the momentum but like the momentum isn't always going to stay yeah like you still have to be proactive and go pitch yourself and go reach out to clients 100 so cold emailing 100 percent agree keep going yeah and I'll add in. <laughs> no she's so right like you cannot get ahead of yourself and be like well I'm booking a lot of jobs this month I should just stop working and looking for other jobs well at some point there's gonna be a drought it just yeah. happens we've talked about this so many times in the podcast it's normal even the most successful people have droughts yes so cold emailing is a way to almost always certify that you're gonna have more gigs yeah and it takes a long time you have to email a lot there's gonna be a lot of no's there's gonna be a lot of people ignoring but you, you cannot let that you affect cannot you stop doing it yeah you cannot give up because when you give up is when you're just i think if you just give up you're never going to progress past a certain level in your career yeah. because it does take a lot of no's i still get no's all the time i literally I got get a, no's all the time i got a no the other day and i literally cried over it because i was like oh, wait i, I got a no the so other day bad. too and i was like i wanted this so I know. bad it still hurts and it sucks but cold emailing is a great way to get more yeses yeah. so this also is sometimes when people say no it's not necessarily like you and your work it's just they literally have maxed out on all of their like either budget or like creators they've already worked with or like they're done with the campaign they're not doing a campaign right now anymore yeah yeah that is something to keep in mind mm-hmm. or they just don't want to work with there's you there's a reason <laughs> I was but, gonna say, but don't take it personally either way yeah it, it's fine it happens so what i do i try to do this weekly some weeks i fail but i really do try to try to do this weekly is cold email at least 10 to 15 brands which honestly isn't even that much but it's very time consuming so what i do personally i reach out to brands that really align with the work that i already have so for me it's a lot of like nice clothing brands streetwear stuff products like anything that's in the fashiony lifestyle world i love shooting that kind of stuff so i'll for example i'm gonna use i always use puma as an example but i no, love but puma. that's good <laughs> they're, they're amazing they're like one of my favorite clients ever and so if i wanted to reach out to puma and this is such a hack. I go on <laughs> I go on LinkedIn and I find all the people in Puma who work in Los Angeles or in Puma North America. Wait, I do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but keep going. And up. I go, okay, so what you do, you go to LinkedIn. Oh my gosh, this is you guys, if you don't use this, this is like the biggest I was gonna say LinkedIn is like this is how I get some so of my good. biggest clients. So I go to the Puma LinkedIn page, like the business page. Then I go to people, which is all the people who are employed by Puma, who are at least are on LinkedIn, which is like most of them. Then on the little search bar underneath people, I look up specific keywords that have to do with people who hire creatives. So this could be anything from head of marketing, social media, uh, content manager, brand marketing manager, uh, content manager, like it's anything that relates to content and managing and any sort of that stuff. So I'll try a bunch of different keywords and sometimes I'll specify a location. It depends. Like right now I'm specifying for Paris, obviously since I'm moving there. Mm -hmm. But when I'm here in LA, I really just don't specify LA because usually people are based in LA. Um, And even if they're not, it doesn't really matter. So I'll put in the specific keywords of people. So I'll be like brand content manager, creation, whatever. And all the people who have a title in that 
category will pop up. I open their LinkedIn accounts and I get their emails. And then I email them. And yes, do I hear back from all of them? No, I probably hear back from, if I send 50 emails, I probably hear back from maybe 10. Out of the 10, I book usually one. But that's, but that's one, all that it takes is one. One job and they pay me seven grand, boom. Boom. Or even if it's two and they pay me three grand, that's six grand total. Yeah. You know, and even if it's zero, then the next 50, you you get three hires. Exactly. So it is a lot of work. It's time consuming. You got to go through all the steps. So what I do is I keep a spreadsheet in my like Google Excel sheet or whatever. And I have a list of the brand. I have a list of the contact email, their name. And then I have a um, progress portion where it says emailed once, emailed twice, emailed three times, and then in progress, job secured, or I could even be like wrong email, not interested, just so like I don't by accident hit up the same, same person, person twice because that has happened. That's super I was awkward. Say, I did that once and yeah. I was like, that's I, actually what I've made me more than once. <laughs> no, literally that's what actually made me realize like, okay, I need to keep up with because I'll have a yeah. spreadsheet, but then sometimes I'll forget to updated exactly and then i'm like oh shit so I i've hack. emailed you before i have a new hack if you forget to update your spreadsheet literally at least in gmail i don't know for the other stuff but like why are you using anything else other than gmail um you can set a category for all of your emails so i make a little folder and oh, then it'll yeah, be yeah. like it'll be like brand active which means like i'm actively talking to this brand or brand um inactive which means like there's no gig they don't want to talk like goodbye but you at least have that email so for reference well well then every single email in my inbox is colored it's color coordinated every oh. single email we love a so color coded if I get organized an email, queen. If I get an email that's blue, I'm like, boom, I know it's a brand that I'm actively talking to, prioritize that. If it's ah. red, it means inactive. Like I just got like a message like we're not interested. If uh if for example the email bounces, this is a this is a big one. If the email bounces, I put it yellow, incorrect email. That way if I ever accidentally reach out to the same uh email, it'll come up as yellow and I'm like, oh shit, I know that I don't want to oh. email that person again. I'll also have categories, so I have a colored category for travel for hotels. I have a colored category for um like inquiries sent to me. Like via like my website basically like Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll have a category for models who are interested in working with me. Category for maternity and engagement. Oh wow, that's so organized. Everything is organized <laughs> that way. It's so much easier and less overwhelming when I do emails because it can. Wow, I, dude, anything that's literally not holding a camera, I'm like, ew, I don't want to do it. So if I can <laughs> have everything organized, so it's like so easy for me to just plug in for an hour. I'm like figuring out emails right now to do that to my own email. Do it. It's so helpful and it's because I have like certain categories but I don't have like it color coded into the, that extent. Dude, it's so nice. And it's color coded and it has the name on it. I know, that's so, it's so nice. color coded brand active. So my brain immediately is like prioritize, prioritize, like email prioritize right now. right now. That's yeah. an active client, an active interest. Wow, I feel like it's that so would important. really help my ADHD. Also, <laughs> I have one that's for collaborations. That's also important because sometimes mm. I am doing a collab for like travel hotel or it's yeah. like, honestly, sometimes I just don't want to pay for new clothes. So I'll be like, oh, hey, do you want to work I with me that. this brand? And like, just give me free clothes. Cause like I'm down cause uh-huh. I was going to spend money on clothes anyways. I do it all the time. <laughs> so I'll have collab, you know? So like, it just helps with like prioritizing who and what I'm emailing. So spreadsheet is good. I still keep that updated, but if you are just forget, it's easier sometimes to do it in your email. Yeah. So once you get the email, that's when you can start plugging away and just emailing all these potential clients and brands. And like I said, it's about quantity. So like yes. the more brands you email or the more potential clients, hotels, even models, like if you only work with like models and these models pay you, like just 
email as many as you can and you're gonna get so many no's please don't feel discouraged honestly like don't don't like that's the biggest thing i think that you need to make sure you're you don't judge yourself over is if a client says no because like literally who cares like you tried like i always i always actually say just do it like the worst they can say is no and then what are you gonna do I mean, yeah. not to be mean, but like cry about it and like. Well, may I do? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say, but like, you, if you cry about, it, that's fine. But then, like, Move life on. goes on. Like, life moves on. Like, you have to keep going. Yeah, and this is kind of funny and cheesy, but okay. So <laughs> I have a finger tattoo right here, and it says "no" crossed out oh. because back in the day, it was like four or five years ago. I used to get a lot of no's. I was at the beginning of my career. My portfolio wasn't as extensive as it is now. I was also not very good at like cold emailing and I wasn't very good at pitching myself, which comes with time. Like you're Mm -hmm. not gonna be amazing from the get-go. But I was getting so many no's and I was getting so discouraged. Like I would literally just be like anxious every day. I didn't know if I was getting any work and I just started to hate my work and myself because I was like, I suck, no one wants me, blah, blah, blah. And so some, I don't remember remember if it was like a friend or like I saw it on TV or or someone said, no just means next opportunity oh and i was so inspired by that because i was like every time i get a no i i need to keep in mind that it doesn't mean this is like done my career isn't done it just means this is not the right opportunity for you right now it means next opportunity so i literally got this tattooed on my finger it's no crossed out to remind myself like i did the other day when i didn't get that that client it's okay it just means next opportunity. Something yeah. bigger and better is coming for me, and it always happens that way. I I'll love always that. be like so sad and upset that I didn't get this brand, and then like a month later, I secure a dream job. It just and sometimes I don't, but it's still okay. But like, it's okay because like just, everything. It's like one of those things. Like everything happens for a reason. Like exactly. you, if you weren't meant to work with that brand, there's some reason because, like you said, maybe your dream brand is like right around the corner, and maybe you're just not a good fit for that brand. And like you also have to understand that, like, hey, this brand is also putting a lot of money into their marketing yeah. campaign, and they want to hire someone that perfectly aligns with their vision that doesn't mean that you're not good it just means that right now you don't have the work that they're looking for and that's okay yeah like everybody has a style some people are gonna hire georgia for her style and they would never hire me and vice vice versa versa. i'm not taking that offensively it's just like we have completely different styles we do different things and that's that's beautiful but that's good we have our own unique work Uh so just remember the next time you get a no it just means next opportunity don't give up you got this you are going to be successful you just got to put in the time and the work I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, I know we still have to keep going, but I'm like, that would have been such a good way to close it. I know, I know. Um, but no, on that note too, really quick, mm-hmm. before I forget to go back to the LinkedIn thing, um, just to take it one step further in case those emails don't work, because I'll do this too. I do the whole LinkedIn thing, like find who I want to find and like look for their emails. Um, but let's say if they don't have their email on there, and this could be like kind of stalkerish, but I don't care. I do it and it works. Um, I'll then go and like find the person's Instagram. Yes, I've done that before. <laughs> yes, yes, like, yes. Like if it's somebody where I'm like, I really want to work with them or like, or if they even post something that I know that they need creators for, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to shoot my shot. Shoot your shot. Yes! <laughs> yes! I didn't even do that on purpose. Um, shoot my shot and just dm them and see what happens or sometimes they'll even have like their instagram will have like a contact button in their instagram so then you can find their email through there but like a lot of these people like i'm just going to use your puma example again a lot of these people will only have like a couple thousand followers on their instagram because they're not they're not like influencers they're not like in the world like they're literally in the corporate corporate, like nine to five like Mm -hmm. they don't really give a fuck about their instagram (laughs) so they're very very approachable on instagram when you dm them and again worst they can say is like no or like how'd you find my instagram (laughs) and on that note i've done that before too and on that note 
just something to keep in mind and i know you do this for sure because you're like a very genuine person but it is important to remember that this is a human this is a person yes. you can't just use people to get work yes. you need to create an actual foundation for getting work because you want people to hire you because they trust you exactly because they want to work with you like if i'm hiring someone to be on set with me for nine hours i'm hiring someone who's good vibes not yeah, just because they have great you work. also have to hang out with them exactly <laughs> so connect with these people actually foster a genuine relationship going back to puma it's always puma when i I first got a Puma gig, which again, Puma has been one of my favorite clients, some of my best, most favorite gigs. And the way that I got in is I literally DM'd on Instagram, a girl who worked in marketing. And I just, honestly, I don't think I even DM'd her right away. I think I just followed her. And then she had posted something about really liking excision or like dubstep. And I was like, no way. That is my favorite DJ. But she was like, no way. And we like just started talking. This was like years ago, but we started talking about dubstep. And I was like, oh my gosh, girl, we have to go to a show together. And we ended up like becoming kind of like homies on Instagram. And then Uh eventually I was like, by the way, if you ever need any sort of like work a Puma, especially like for the uh, the women's like products, like let me know. I would love to work with you. And she ended up hiring me so many times. And some of my biggest gigs that I've ever gotten came from Puma. Like I had my photos in Foot Locker's across America. I remember and that. We literally about all came from becoming friends with someone at Puma in a genuine yeah. way. It wasn't like a hey, I'm Claire. Please hire me. Yeah, that would have been like, girl, get the fuck out of my DMs. Like the fuck. And also too, on that note, you just reminded me of something. If they're like let's just use again puma if that was like your dream client where you were like i need to work with them you could even approach it as like if you're in the same city as them if you know they're like in la new york i don't know wherever you're from um like ask them to get lunch and just like yeah like get advice from them or just talk about them or like pick their brain so that way it comes off as like i'm not really i don't want to say this is like fake i don't want you to ever be fake do it genuinely like like, you should care about the person exactly because like I've done that when I first moved to LA. This is when I was more in like the music industry and like producing festivals. But I used to literally be obsessed with like finding people in the industry, like who did exactly what I wanted to do. And I would just say like, can I like treat you to coffee? Like, let's like meet up. Yeah. Like, in like a very non creepy way. And like it, a lot of the times it worked, I would get coffee and then like, they would just hire me for things like, Oh, like love getting coffee with you. Like a month later, Oh, this gig came up. It reminded me of what we talked about in the coffee shop. Like, if you're, like, free, submit, and I'll let them know that, like, I'm recommending you. Yeah, And then, like, boom, I got it. So Exactly. And even if, like, you're grabbing coffee with these people and nothing comes out of it, you never know when they're going to talk to someone else and be like, oh, they're like, oh, I really need, like, uh, a guy to shoot video for this, like, cool thing or whatever. They're like, oh, actually, I just got coffee with this videographer dude and, like, yo, he was actually really cool. Like, I'll put you guys in a group chat. You never know. You just never know. So just stay genuine, be yourself, get to know people, get to know because people because you just love people. Like, humans are dope. Get to know them and you never know what will come out of that. Um, Another, maybe one of the last things that we're going to touch on, Mm -hmm. I would love to quickly say, at least in my experience, I don't know if you have the same experience, for me, working with production companies and directors has been really big. I have a lot of director friends who I've gotten really fun gigs with. Um, and that was just from connecting with a lot of directors. I think at one point I went and like DM'd and followed like 30 really sick directors that I really liked. And I just started like liking their work and like would DM them and they post something really cool. And I think I emailed a few and was like, hey, like I would love to come on set sometime if you ever need like BTS or whatever. Just yeah. like, offering my services. Oh yeah, I've done um, that actually. Even if That's it's like, like worked so well. Yeah, even if it's mm-hmm. like super cheap or like free of charge. I'm like, I just want to get on a set. Like, you know, can I like essentially shadow you and just give you BTS yeah. or whatever you need or like just help like out Just like doing on set. like some free work to get you in the door, I think is also yeah. a really valuable thing to 
find future paying gigs exactly and and another way that's good for getting more connections really is to work with production companies especially if you're a producer like i know a lot of producers who like don't really reach out they just kind of wait around for jobs to come to them um which you should never do um production companies are great because they're always working there's so many production companies like having sets everywhere even beyond la like on the east coast there's so many film sets so many so many so if you can get in with a production company or a few that's amazing like even just freelancing with them which is something that i've done a few times um it's so easy like they just have so many random jobs all the time and a lot of times they need stills or video or extra hands on set and like that's a great way of just getting to get some in extra gigs on the side yeah so production companies reach out to them find them on instagram like find their emails websites i mean you could literally just look up production companies in chicago production companies in miami like yeah. and just reach out to all of them um on that note one thing that i did forget to mention actually which is so happy i'm not forgetting this is that um you need to follow up when you send emails oh don't yeah. just send an email email and then like never email them again i literally follow up three to four times and sometimes it takes the third follow-up to get that client and i'll get it which is crazy because imagine if you didn't follow up you would never never ever book that client because they just simply didn't see your email or they forgot to answer or whatever it got lost in their inbox so um, i was gonna say make i sure use to follow this up. tool i think it's called oh yes where and you can actually see if they opened your email and mm-hmm. read it so that way you know I have if, that too, but it's a different brand. Yeah, I I can't remember what mine's specifically called, but I just quickly Googled and there is one that's called uh, Yesware, but I feel like I might use a different one. But either way, there's also things that you can add to your email as extensions where you can see if somebody's opened it. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. see if they've deleted it, if they just chose not to respond to it. Mm-hmm. So I even have sometimes been like, okay, cool. I saw they opened. I'm going to follow up. And it's worked. It's actually worked a couple of times. Yeah. And you will not believe the amount of projects I've gotten because of a follow up. Yeah. Like that's, it's just crazy to me. So if you're emailing, emailing a production company, a brand, whatever, whoever, make sure you're following up. It's funny because the, the tool that I use, I cannot remember the name, but I know I'll, I can't remember my actual one I'll that I've used. look on my laptop later. I got but a new laptop and I have yet to actually like sync everything. So that's why I'm like, I, I fucking forgot the name. The one that I use is funny because it shows me when the email's being sent around and I can see where it's being sent to, like the city. Oh, that's so, like, good. I'll see that like the email landed in LA and then it got sent to Chicago and then Miami and then New York. And so what, that's just a stupid example. I would never go in that circle. But but it's I've, cool to see who like, to see that they're at least like they're forwarding, forwarding it. it. Meaning that like, if you reach out to someone in marketing, they're probably forwarding it to someone else in marketing to get approval or to get interest. And or that to is, like somebody who can actually help and assist exactly. with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like, that's really good input to know like whether or not you know you should keep following up over and over again but i yeah. say after four follow-ups just like let it go <laughs> oh really i always do after three because i'm like i'm being annoying yeah well i'm talking four emails total oh yeah so the the intro Initial. and then three follow-ups oh yeah see i only do two follow-ups oh really i do three but i've gotten gigs from the third one i well, say three follow-ups okay I, I mean i'm down for three and also <laughs> for the third follow-up i usually say something like okay well i'm closing out my client list for the year like i would this is like like i would love to add you guys to the list for the remaining of the year like if you're not interested no worries but i just want to let you know like this is my last like i don't have that much time for many more clients anymore yeah obviously i word it in a much nicer way but basically i'm saying like there's a time you, limit you on this wanna, like rush it a if little if you don't get if you don't book me now like i'm not gonna have time for you later yeah. whether or not that's true you know that's debatable. Good. uh um, so to go sense quick, of urgency basically yeah to quickly go back to the production companies too um i think that it's important to note that even if you aren't in la or new york or chicago or any like big city let's say there are still production companies that Mm -hmm. you can utilize and reach out to and 
I like I'm originally from Pittsburgh and they have a ton like a ton of like film opportunities like if you if they just need more hands like on set to help out like you just literally have to reach out and like google production companies near me mm-hmm. and there's definitely some especially if you are a creator in a more like I, I know I kind of said this earlier, but like a small pond. It was like a big fish in a small pond. That's what the saying is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you're a small pond. If you're a small pond. <laughs> but like if you are in a smaller city and you do reach out to the production companies and you get work with them, like they will, you like I guarantee you, you will start to have consistent work yeah. because you will 100%. be good at what you do. And like not that many people, let's Everyone say. Everyone will go to you. Yeah, like not that many people in like Pittsburgh, Ohio, like I'm sure like, I don't know, Wisconsin probably do creator stuff. I could be wrong. And if I am, I'm sorry. No, well, there's obviously way less there's just way less so there's more opportunity for you so just to put it out there like that's not just like an la or new york Mm -hmm. tip yeah yeah that's a good point like you can get work everywhere we're gonna do a part two because there's a lot more we can touch on especially with like emailing and like pitching and stuff but we hope this episode has been super inspiring and encouraging and And if if you have any questions or yeah actually if you have any questions on things further than what we talked about like i don't know how to make your upwork profile look the best or like is this a good way that I'm emailing this this company or just I don't know if you need more help just please DM us like we're we'll do like a follow up like yeah. ask us questions and we'll answer the questions on another episode yeah because like I personally would love like when I was in a like much different position than I am now like I would have loved to have somebody say can you look at this email and let me know if this is a good way to email this client like yeah. I would have loved to have that so if that's something that you guys after this episode need like please DM us we're you know, happy we to should help. do what? we should have a bunch of people send over their pitch decks oh, and then yeah. we should go over them and like critique them and give pointers and stuff yeah. that'd be kind of fun we should have a pitch off <laughs> a pitch off Ooh. Um, so anyways on that note like if you get anything out of this episode just know that getting no's is totally normal yes. don't be discouraged keep going no means next opportunity and you got this and everyone experiences this so you're not alone and uh yeah thank you so much for tuning in yeah we, we really hope this helped episode. so actually let us know if this helped yeah because we're like we hope it did yeah no i'm sure it will and um yeah follow us on all social platforms at shoot your shot podcast underscore on instagram we're on youtube spotify apple music amazon whatever it something, is amazon yeah, podcast amazon or something. Podcast. <laughs> um, leave us a rate and review on the platform platforms and if you are enjoying this podcast please share it with your friends share it yes. with people who are creatives we would really appreciate it it would mean the most and yeah we hope we can keep growing this podcast with you yeah so on that note we'll you did see that you so the next well one. You thank, you. So thank you thank <laughs> you okay um, we'll see you next guys. time bye bye